when it's like Virgo season, they're always like Virgo season. Are you a Virgo? I'm a Virgo. Like they are just they are the most self obsessed one. What I are those birthdays. Well, they have. I mean, they have Beyonce. So that's, that's what it that's is. They have. They're the Beyonce of the signs. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, technically. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi guys. Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat. Welcome back. Happy April Fool's Day. Oh my God. Are you going to do something terrible to me? I know uh, you are. No, I'm on Actually, the lookout. We should talk about, this is what we're going to talk about today. Go get look. your family's April fools. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, for starters, thanks to open fit for supporting girls. Got to eat right now during the open fit 30 day challenge. Our listeners get a special extended 30 day free trial membership to open fit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. When you text GGE to three zero three zero three zero, that's 30, 30, 30. And thanks to brewmate for supporting girls. Got Brewmate wants to create the perfect drinking experience to keep every sip of your drink refreshing. Brewmate is giving our listeners a special discount of 15% off your first order when you go to www.brewmate.com and use the code GGE. Mm-hmm. Came through sipping. Thanks to Ritual for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Better health doesn't happen overnight. That's why there is Ritual, the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Ritual is offering you 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash GGE to start your ritual today. And and thanks to Third Love for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. And right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash GGE now to find your perfect fitting bra. Okay. All right. April Fool's, you and your family oh. have, a, have a very interesting relationship <laughs> with April Fool's. So <laughs> when I was a kid, like my mom, it just... My mom and I are like a lot of like in a lot of ways. I'm probably more like my dad, but she does. She's like a prankster. Like she like when I was a kid, I remember the a couple times. One time in April Fool's, I came downstairs and I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know how she got me. She was just like, oh my God, your hair's green. And like, I just started crying. Like I just didn't even know. Like I could have just easily looked in a mirror. She like had me going. I'm like, all I could have done was looked in a mirror. Another time, um, this wasn't April Fool's. This was like this is just giving you like a taste of who she is as a person. Like it was a Halloween time and we were at the mall. And do you remember sometimes people would have like a, a bloody arm hanging out of their trunk? Like, I don't know. Did you ever see this? Yeah. Sure. Like people do people like what fucking reindeer ears on their cars at Christmas, like Halloween. Sometimes people would have like weird stuff, a yeah. body hanging out of the trunk props, props. And she were walking in the parking lot of the Dover mall in Delaware. And she's like, am I with my brother? And she's like, Oh my God, there's a body in the trunk. There's a, there's an arm hanging. She does this whole thing. She's so dramatic. My brother starts crying. He was like this <laughs> sensitive little kid. I start making fun of him for being a bitch. Like it was a thing. Like she just likes funny pranky stuff like that. I like and that she fully wanted to traumatize you and your brother was traumatized and to double down on it. You're like, you're a bitch. Matt's something such a bitch. Like he would welcome, cry yeah. if anyone cursed, if anyone smoked cigarettes. Like he was this little bitch of a kid. I can't imagine this. He's the biggest person. He's I've the ever biggest met. person. And like, I swear he owes me. I toughened him up, made him cry on command. It was bad. I was so terrible. It was a devil <laughs> You're a prickly kid. But what I have, what, what I, I used did, to make my brother dress up in uh, my mom's nightgowns and I'd put makeup on him because he was like the prettiest little kid. He had like white blonde hair and he was so beautiful. Yes. And I had, my mom had this like light pink 
floor length, like um, flowy nightgown that I used to make him wear. And I'd like put barrettes in his hair and I put makeup on him. My mom came home one day and flipped the fuck out. She was so mad at me. Yeah. I used to do that with Matt too. Like we have pictures. Yeah. He's like wearing girls clothes and barrettes and the whole thing. (laughs) We um, have to find you those photos. (laughs) Yeah. The best prank I played was I was a sophomore in college and we went to Key West for spring break. So spring breaks like what mid March. And I met this guy and his name was Jay. And I was like, so in love with him. I spent the entire week with him. We met like night one. We were there. That's the longest spring break we ever did. We did a full like seven nights, eight nights, whatever. Jesus. And we were there. We like, we're staying at the Hampton Inn, but like I literally stayed with him every single night. Like we were together the entire week. So um, you had a one week long relationship. Yes. With but, Jay. Th- but then with Jay, he worked on a uh, catamaran. He worked on like a snorkel boat. <sighs> Jay's are always tall with the- big dicks. <laughs> he was not that tall. Like I could show you a picture. We were almost like the same height. I huge dick. Huge dick. So I, I, um, I was like so in love with him, obviously. And so we go back to school. He and I are keeping in touch. And I obviously, my mom knew about him. And so, you know, April 1st runs, rolls around. This is like two weeks after spring break. And I was like, what can I do to my mom? I was like, okay, I'm going to convince her that like, I just took off to Key West and I'm like quitting school. (laughs) (laughs) So I planned it with all my girlfriends. I lived with three other girls in an apartment at Clemson. We, had cell phones. I'm not like that old, but we had a landline too, which, you know, some of my parents would call your landline. Like, uh-huh. you know, we had like a phone. It was part of our cable bill, whatever. We had like a, a phone line and like the only people that would call it would be parents. You know what I mean? And so, um, I basically just ignored my mom's calls all day. I can't remember exactly how I orchestrated this bottom line. I like ignored my mom's calls all day and she called the house. She called the apartment and I had um, my friend Stephanie answer and she was like, Oh, hi, Miss Hesseltine. And then she was like, hold on a second. And I had her like whisper to Bridget, my other friend. She goes, it's Ashley's mom. What should I tell her? Like it was a full thing. And you, Bridget was like, Oh shit. And then they just hung up on her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is so well. So played. my mom was exactly like freaking the fuck yes, out. That is so and smart. so I think, well, I, I can't remember. I think Bridget called her back. Bridget was like my best friend in college and was like, Cindy, like, we don't know, like Ashley left in the middle of the night. Like she just like packed her car and she she just said like, I'm going to see Jay and (laughs) she has exams this week and we don't know what to do and no one can get in touch with her. It was like a whole thing. My mom starts freaking out. She starts, she calls my aunt Miami, just seeing if anyone has any information. Like, like maybe I'm going to see my aunt, like, and not my, not tell my parents, like running (laughs) away from home. And so, I mean, the whole, my, my aunt is texting me. What is going on? Your mom's calling us. Everybody's freaking out. And it was like this whole thing. I kept it going for like a couple hours oh my god everybody's panicking and uh then i was like april holes <laughs> you little bitch <laughs> wait also your mom like knew you guys like fucked around on, on april 1st i, so, I like, couldn't I believe, can't believe yes, it like- I, I remember one time we were driving to atlanta when i was in clemson this is maybe like i was a junior or senior in college and i was going to atlanta for, we were just going for the weekend maybe i was even on some random job fair i don't fucking know and i was like oh it's april 1st and i was in the car with one of my girlfriends and i was like what should i do and i was like oh whatever i'm gonna call my dad and i call my dad i was like dad oh my god it's like flooding here we just went through this pole the car is filling up with water the car is filling up with water and my dad's like jesus my dad starts cursing he's going crazy he's like what the fuck you just ruined the whole car he's like the whole he's like naming all these crazy car parts that are like damaged now he's like freaking out he's screaming my mom's screaming in the background everyone's panicking i was like april fools (laughs) i can feel the anxiety inside of lee and so my mom got to a point after I think to the J thing that she didn't, she wouldn't talk to me on April on, 1st. On April 1st. Yeah. yeah for, I'm not going to, I wish she I would like to travel with you on April 1st. I don't want to talk to you. 
<laughs> you're gonna do something terrible. I just, I already know, and I'm gonna forget it's April first. I haven't done anything in years. Like I kind of peaked with. Okay, but with now I reminded Jay. you a couple days before April first, and now you're gonna do something terrible and be fucked. And also, just for anyone who is curious about what happened with Jay, I did go back down there. It's the second exams ended. Bridget and I drove to Key West from Clemson to stay with him, and I was like obviously so in love with him. And then that was it. After that, we didn't really keep in touch the rest of the summer. But I always was like joking that he was the one that got away. And if anybody knows, this is a very deep cut. He was on Nickelodeon Guts and he won. What? <laughs> There's a winner. He, That's the kind of guy you want in your life. Did, he did not have the piece of the aggro crag in his house in Key West. So I didn't get to see it or whatever. It was like at his parents. But he showed me the video. So we were in, I Key, can't believe, we, I we can't were in Key West. This. I am so smitten with this guy. And we had been drinking all day. We'd been on a boat and we got back to the place and we were just relaxing, like getting ready for dinner. And he like just popped this VHS into the VCR. VHS, and it was like, this is such a deep cut. And it was like his guts. I couldn't believe it. He no like, wonder you were in love with him. He won guts. That's listen. Even in my thirties day, if somebody showed me a piece of the Astro Crag, I'd suck their dick. Agro Crag. <laughs> but he, this guy, if anyone, if he's out there, <laughs> I like that you corrected me. We got a DM and somebody's like, Raina doesn't even speak any English. Okay, Ashley should definitely fire her and get a get a co-host that isn't so stupid. So I'd like to say to that person, fuck you. She's not firing me. Okay, fuck you. To that person, I'd like to say maybe you should have a croissant. <laughs> but anyway, Jay is the one that got away forever. I love you still. If anyone remembers, if anyone knows Jay, Jay Graham from Florida who was on guts. DM me. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Miss you every day, Jay. I always love, I guarantee you somebody will reach out. I always get, like, we get the craziest message. I got, I can't believe I remember his last name. It just like came to me. I have to write this girl back. I totally forgot this guy I lived next door to him in college. Um, it was very hot. His girlfriend listens to our podcast and she messaged me. It was like, I was just laying in bed with my boyfriend, mentioned the podcast. He said he knew you. Like, what? <laughs> Tell him he has a great dick. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I never Maybe saw not. his dick. I only saw the rest of the roommate's dicks. Really, uh, I fucked everybody in that house, just not him. <laughs> Um, if you're listening to this right as the day it comes out, we're in Tampa show tonight in Tampa. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the Tampa crowd. I know these savage bitches. And then this Wednesday, the third is Miami. There should be still some tickets left. Um, and just a little to carrot to dangle is that I do have a really cute, successful, single guy friend that's coming down from Fort Lauderdale to come to the show. So single one. ladies, I will introduce you. There's a one. There's I one. I can bring a come guest. Come fight it out, girls. You can bring a guest. I'm seeing this guy next week that came to our Dallas show. One single good looking guy came to our Dallas show last week. I'm going to see him next weekend. He's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see him because he has plans with Ashley. No, I'm no, no. <laughs> Second impression, Bobby, Bobby Corey. <laughs> Okay, you. I just need us to share this. You put on your Instagram story that some guy DM'd you and wrote, "Hey, can I get your number? I want to start bothering you." Yeah. Is that what he said? He said, "Yeah, I would like to. I'd like to bother you periodically." I'd like I to bother you, number. and I thought that was cute and funny and flirty. Yeah. And then the next day, you go, "Oh, that was Bobby." It was like my friend Bobby. Well, you said it was. You were like, "Bobby's coming into town next weekend," and I was like, "That's why he DM'd me." But he might. Well, he, I guess he wants to hang with you. Yeah. Ever since you took his hand and put it on your leg, he probably hasn't stopped thinking about it. Best moment of my life. He's so beautiful. His teeth are so nice. 
<laughs> second impression Bobby. Second impression Bobby. Because like the first time Poor I was guy. like, I don't know, maybe. But then he met my dad. My dad was like, Ray, he is an exceptional person. <laughs> really exceptional. I was like, Dad, you're blacked out the whole time you guys what? were talking. He was like, Your dad like approved Bobby? Food? Yeah, they were talking in the green room, I guess. So my dad was like guzzling alcohol. He was like, exceptional person. He said it like four times. Whoever ends up with that guy. Very what? Lucky. Yeah exceptional Bill. person that's what dad that's what my dad said wait that is honestly though like that um, would make me want to date a guy if my dad really endorsed him like that i'd be all over it yeah all right well bobby see you soon <laughs> this weekend <laughs> can't wait i'm really excited <laughs> but anyway we hope to see you guys in miami and then obviously tickets to all other shows are on the website yeah. still uh, brooklyn is sold out san francisco is sold out um but seattle and portland yeah any more i'm forgetting no, as of now but we have more to announce soon we are so excited. Yes. Please don't DM us and ask us if we're coming. We will give you an update on all of the cities we haven't come to. But like most, a lot of you guys that have been DMing asking for cities, like we're, they're coming. Canada, we're coming. Canada. Midwest, we're coming. Yeah. All the other stuff also. Arizona. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> we're doing, okay. So right I said we're doing a hypothermia tour over the winter and now we're doing like a crunchy granola tour this summer as the well. Heat tour. Heat wave tour. Heat wave tour. Crunchy granola tour. I like that. He waved to me is more like Miami. Like crunchy granola is like mountain. Outdoorsy tour. Outdoorsy. Like I might fuck a guy in a flannel. Okay. Cut off flannel. I I, I like the other day you were like, you're going to make me go to the Grand Canyon, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and then you Googled it and you're like, it's not even anywhere close. Ashley was like, yeah, obviously we don't have to, I don't even have time. I really do want to go. It's like, uh, um, I mean, one day, maybe not this trip. I said, it's like going to Columbia and not doing Coke. It's just like you have, you to, have see to go. The Grand You're Canyon. in Arizona. You got to go to the Grand Canyon. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Don't have to talk right. about Arizona. Whatever. We are so excited about our episode today. So Raina, take it away. All right. Today we're doing something really interesting and different. Um, it's a real departure from anything we've done. And I'm super excited. So in the house studio with us and Dewey today, we have a professional astrologer. Mm -hmm. She is Bustle's resident astrologer. She writes for Girl Boss and Refinery29. She has a show on TLC called Stargazing. She has a book called Astrology for Happiness and Success. She really does it all. And she has a dope name. So welcome to the uh, house studio, Mecca Woods. Hey. Hey, it's good to be here, guys. Thanks for coming. And she's a Sagittarius. Yes. <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius. That's how she does it all. <laughs> Raina is triggered by that. So oh, no. <laughs> that's why she didn't say it. Oh, no. I have to, I have to uh, represent for my folks. <laughs> Sagittarius represent. <laughs> um, we've kind of done something like this. So also, we just want to say that if you guys remember our episode with Kelly Knight from Modern Mystic, our tarot reader, she is the one that recommended you to yes. me. So we, she was over here a couple weeks ago. We were talking about potential guests and she was like, you got to get this girl on. So, and here you are. Yeah. yeah. Thanks yes. for being Thank here. You. So Thank for you. starters, where are you from and what do you do? Can you give us some background on, on what you do? Sure. So I'm a uh, Bronx born and raised and bred. It's currently where I live. Um, I have been practicing astrology professionally for about nine years. And so a big chunk of my work is doing a lot of like freelance writing, um, doing work for bustle horoscopes. Uh, I also have my own sort of client base that I do like readings for. And, um, you know, I'm a recently published author. So yeah. do it all girl. Yeah. <laughs> Should we change the title of the episode of can women have it all? Can, can women right. do it all? Well, but isn't that a Sagittarius trait that you have to have like a bunch of stuff going on? Uh, yeah, it's both the gift and a curse. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, we, we definitely have to uh, we're, we're very multifaceted, but also sometimes can spread ourselves a little too thin. OK, yeah. Nice. 
So, I mean, I have to ask how you got into astrology. Because yeah. I feel like people picture an astrologer like a crystal ball. Right. Like, you know, so <laughs> that's Ms. like Ms. where I, I want Miss Cleo. <laughs> I want you to really like describe, give a visual for what you do when you're like doing readings and stuff like that. Because I really feel like people are like, what does this mean right. yeah. as and a job? Well, you don't work at like LinkedIn and then you're like astrology on the side. Right. right this is right. what you do. Yep. Yeah, this is what I do. So basically what I'm doing is, uh, you know, a lot of when people come to me, they're coming to me at like some sort of crossroads. They want clarity on their life, whether it's like career, love, sometimes it's family related stuff. And they're just looking for some guidance. And so the way that I bring astrology to the table is I really want people to use it as a tool to navigate the things that they might not be able to change as well as take advantage of opportunities. So when I, when they're, when someone is coming to me, basically what I'm doing is reading their birth chart. And so a birth chart is basically like Ooh, a yes, cosmic map. I wanna, like, I really don't know what this is. So, yeah. If you could just be the Wikipedia for all these terms. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm more than happy to. So a birth chart is basically like a cosmic map or blueprint to who we all are and what? based on the day the time and the year that we were born uh it shows the planetary alignment in terms of like that that particular time and it shows what we're sort of bringing to the table with you know what we our gifts our talents our strengths as well as some challenges that we may need to like watch out for or uh room for development or growth Okay. And I think that just to debunk like a common misconception because of people that don't know about it, like you're not a fortune teller. You're not predicting the future. You're not tarot card readings. You're just actually giving people some insight into sort of who they are, how they're built. Yeah, pretty much. Um, What what we're doing, um, there is some predictive work to astrology, but you can kind of think of it as being like um, a study of cycles. So we're looking at things that have happened in the past and making inferences on what might be coming up based on stuff that has already happened. And how it might land uh, for a particular person inform their experiences. Okay. Yeah. And then how did you, I asked you like a million questions at once. I was sorry. That was super awkward. How did you get into, into <laughs> so it? How did I get yeah. <laughs> so uh, I actually had a job working in nonprofit um, doing like grant writing and fundraising and, and that nature. And um, it just became a situation where I was just really unhappy with it. Um, I'm also a single mom and oh, wow. okay. I just didn't feel I felt that there was more that she'd be doing um you know being a, a parent also like I wanted to show my daughter that she, if you know whatever she goes after it should be something that makes her happy yeah. you know and so just being at a crossroads um you know in terms of her career in terms of my love life I ended up picking up this book called the Ce- Celestial Sex Pot handbook that's a by, mouthful by yes by <laughs> Karina's I'm gonna attempt that one uh, <laughs> <laughs> by, by, uh, by Kiki T and um I love the what she had to say so much about the book I actually had a couple of readings with her and she just you know she she I didn't know what a birth, birth chart was at the time she blew me away told me stuff about myself that like no one else could like really Whoa. figure out and that was the first time that I saw that astrology was just more than hey you know what's your sign oh you're a Leo I hate Leos you right know, like that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah um <laughs> so um I just got hooked and started to study whatever I could find on the internet um it just so happened that like that kind of coincided with me um jumping ship from my job without having any any safety net in place nice yeah i just i ended up taking on a mentor rebecca gordon who's a, who's another amazing astrologer and it just kind of took it from there 
Okay. Yeah. Wow. And you're a mom. I thought you were like 25. No. You look, yeah, you look 25. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have a son or a daughter? Uh, a daughter. A daughter, um, yeah. An Aries, Aries teenager. So I think a lot of people were, and obviously you're on the show because we want to debunk this, but a lot of people said like, is this real? Is How much validity is there to any of this? You know, are there only 12 types of personalities in the world? Like right. how how valid is this? How real is it? And mm-hmm. so what do you what do you say to something like that? Well, um, this type there, of work. No, well, I think I think that's a great question, and you know, I, I'm also a strong believer that you should have a healthy amount of skepticism whenever it comes to um, things of this nature. Right. But I would say that you know, astrology is a tool. You know, you can use it or or not, and and essentially, what astrology is is just another language that we're sort of using to try to make sense of like what it means to be human and what it means to kind of like live life here on this planet. And so when it comes to like the 12 signs, what a lot of people um, sort of don't realize is that we're made up of all the 12 signs. Like if you look at your birth chart, um, all 12 signs fall in the chart. And based on the time that you were born, you're more than just one one sign. So like, you know, I'm, for example, you know, I'm a, a Sagittarius sun, but I have an Aquarius moon and a Leo rising. So I just can't. What, is, what the fuck <laughs> does right. that mean? Can you Wikipedia yeah. that for us, please? Sure. Yeah. So your moon sign. Yes, we did want to talk about this sun right. and moon signs. Right. So your what sun it sign, even means. Your sun sign is like your, 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 like how you want to shine, you know, like how you want to show up in the world and how you identify. Your moon sign is like your emotional identity, you know, how you process feelings and what you need to feel emotionally fulfilled and nurtured. Your rising sign is sort of like your public persona and it's sort of the way you that you approach the world and how people see you like when they get that first impression but so, which is based on what so that is what, based on the exact time that you were born but what is which one is based on your actual birthday is that your um, son or so your yeah so your your birthday is your son okay and but when you get into the moon and the rising that boils down to like the the exact hour and oh, minute that you were whoa born. oh i didn't know what any of that meant like yeah. when people say rising i thought it meant like the next sign over no so the rising <laughs> sign the reason why <laughs> like how they're like on the cusp. like your sub sign no so like why it's called the rising sign is because this what? was a sign that was on the eastern horizon as the sun was coming up what yeah i didn't know it. i didn't either <laughs> i didn't either I, I hope you're not like offended by our lack of knowledge no 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 not at all not at all i love to to share information okay could you tell us ours right now you, or um, do you know if we yeah we can certainly look it up uh let's see so there's charts for all these things so people also ask like you know where do i find this information this is available through apps and books at your book obviously yeah. yes so it's based um, on like the minute you're born is that like or just yeah, the time yeah down to the time that you were born so uh i usually tell people like they can usually find out where like all of that information um by either going to astro.com or there's another website called astrocharts.com cool. and you can just plug in your birth information and it'll give you your your birth chart. Okay. I feel like like tens of thousands of girls now have decided to not work all day and have just decided <laughs> to scrap their job for the afternoon and just do this all yeah. afternoon. So sun is like a cancer. That's how I show up right. in the world. You, right. That's how you want to be recognized. And then we would see like what your moon sign would be and then like what your rising, rising. sign. Yes. Man. Okay. You have a Scorpio rising. (laughs) You have a Scorpio rising and a moon. So you're a Cancer moon, Cancer sun, and a Scorpio rising. Cancer moon too? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
And so, Scorpio, what is the, what is the rising again? Scorpio. So but no, ri- rising so is how how people see you and sort of like the way that you approach the world. So with the Scorpio rising, um, people will kind of like it will take a while people to, for people to kind of figure you out because it, with, yeah. with Scorpio risings, um, I mean with water signs in general. So that's Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. Um, there's a lot of like it's, it's very the the energy is very in- introverted. So it's kind of like I need to feel things out before I feel fully comfortable being my full self so with that Scorpio rising people will tend to feel like they might not necessarily have like all the (laughs) information on you yeah until you feel comfortable enough to like open up to them okay um but in the way that you approach the world like Scorpio is very passionate very driven very instinctual energy so it's kind of like either you're all in or you're all out Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. You've, so I didn't ask you, but I want to ask you before we get like too far. It is, do you identify with your sign as a cancer? And do you identify what she just said about being a Scorpio? Yeah, kind of like, I don't know though. I guess I am kind of sensitive and emotional, but like a cancer. Yeah. Like a cancer. But I just always, I don't really think of myself as an introvert. I would never say that about me. And no one's ever said that about introverted? me in their life. Are cancers introverted? Right. Isn't it kind of water is just introverted energy? Um, it for the most part, but you also have Venus and Leo. So like it represents your love style in terms of like your relationships, but yeah. it also represents what you value. And also like for women in particular, it also represents like how we attract people to us. So Leo is a very like outgoing, fiery sort of energy. Yeah. Um, and so with that Venus and Leo, you may be a little bit more, um, more a little bit more outgoing than like the typical cancer. But like cancers, I feel like get sort of a bad rap in astrology as being like so very like weak um, and like shy right sensitive and shy I would say cancer is really more about like defending your territory in a way yeah because cancer like when you think about it it's like associated with like the crab with that hard shell yeah so it's kind of like you really have to work to get past that hard shell. Yeah. You know, like that, that's, it, so a lot of cancers tend to be a lot more tougher than people kind of give them credit for. So maybe right. introvert is the wrong word. Maybe you're just somebody, and I felt this way that when I met you, I was like, I'm going to be this girl's friend, but know, she's going to make me work people for People have it. to work for yeah. it. I've yes. heard that before. Yeah. Like yes. my, I have a, one of my best girlfriends, she was like, it was really hard to like be your real friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So maybe the hard not, shell. Yes. So yeah. it's not that you're introverted. It's just like, it's by choice. It's like, I'm going to keep you at a distance. Yeah. Until, you got to work for it. But right. then like when you're in, we're like in. in yeah. In, yes. For, for yeah. Life. yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. But I remember meeting her and I sat across from her at the table and I was like, I'm going to make this girl like me. <laughs> I like her, but she's going to make me work for it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm the opposite where like, I think I'm very easy to get along with. Right. And that's, it's a mistake for me. Like I'm always like, sometimes it's attracted people into my life where I'm like, Oh, this was a mistake. Right. Where I haven't made people work for it at all. Do and you I, feel like you, and Mecca can tell us too, like yeah. the Gemini thing. Do you feel like you resonate with that? Yeah, it's interesting because like it's not, I don't know that much about astrology. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to say like, I believe in this. I don't believe it. I just don't know that much about it. Mm-hmm. But when I read Gemini, I'm like, oh, that's me to a T. It's people that will ask other people. I mean, you'll tell me what a Gemini right. is. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like what I've read about it is it's somebody that like will ask other people a lot of questions, but they're also very open about their own life. They talk a lot, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You tell me what a Gemini is, but everything I read about it, I'm like, oh, that's me. That is me, when, yeah. So we have you. Oh, you're actually... You're a double two, Gemini Sun, Gemini Moon, um, and Libra Rising based okay. on this time. Okay, so what does that mean about me? So um Gemini is when I think about Gemini, you know 
so you you have double air in your chart so air is like gemini libra aquarius whenever it comes to air signs it's always about like communication and like making connections between things that might be seemingly abstract and like drawing um and, and making them sort of whole in a, in a way so with gemini's a lot of that has to do with like the ideas and the thoughts and the words and the people um, that you know and sort of making the world a whole lot smaller than what it really is. With Gemini, there's always a thing around like curiosity and like answering um, questions and like um, getting people talking about like all kinds of things under the sun. Um, I think that makes sense. You're always like trying to talk to people, curious. <laughs> you like want to know everything about everybody. <laughs> and I will tell everybody everything about me too. Yes. So yes. like I, as much as I mine information from others, I'm very generous about my own life too. But one other thing I just wanted you to define because I don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I think that like a lot of people are like, what does this mean? What is, what is an air sign? What is a fire sign? Like what does yeah, that mean? Well, let's like, yeah, let's get into that conversation. Like A, which ones are which? Right. And then who attracts who? Right. Yeah. So in astrology, astrology, like, uh, like the part of the foundation of astrology is using like the four basic elements. So that's air, fire, earth and water, um, because these are the elements that essentially kind of come together to make life. Right. So um, when we're talking about like a fire sign, air sign, so on and so forth, we're talking about the signs that sort of uh, adopt and express those qualities of each of those elements. Right. So a fire sign, which would be Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, is going to be very fiery in mm. nature. You know, people who get really upset really quickly, um, who do things very quickly, who are, who would be considered to be like impulsive or outgoing, mm -hmm. or um, they tend to um, burn a lot of energy, right? Mm -hmm. So that's very fiery. Yeah. Um, they also tend to be very warm people. Um, kind of physically like i know a lot of fire signs tend to like run hot um, <laughs> Wait, um what? This they is sound me. sexy people i feel like this is me I like that's so why you run so hot sagittarius is your what your rising sign no leo is my no oh scorpio scorpio, scorpio. Right. sorry scorpio i mean you're um, not a sagittarius i wouldn't say that about you <laughs> don't offend mecca it's, you're a scorpio rising sign um and so that that's kind of like what what fire sign would uh would be classified under. And then you have uh air, so air would be Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. And so air is associated with the intellect, with the mind. So, you know, a lot of talking, a lot of thinking, um needing to kind of circulate and move about and kind of get into interesting sort of things and then being able to share whatever they picked up before. Like the way the air sort of travels and sort mm -hmm. of moves, right? Okay. Um like okay. Yeah. So that's why air also kind of gets um associated with being very outgoing and friendly at the same time because it's like you know who are you you know let's talk let's yeah chat, let's you know kind of share um this information and circulate it then you have uh water signs so water would be uh cancer pisces scorpio and water is associated with spirit and like the emotions so water signs tend to be most concerned with deep emotional bonds with others and as a result water can go with the flow you know when it can be kind of easygoing kind of go with the flow can also be very moody you know in terms mm -hmm. of like when you think about like um like like ups and downs like and highs downs, and lows yeah. right like with the waves yeah um water can also sometimes be a little hard to read so like sometimes you can think about the water can be very clear or it can be very murky you can also have water that's very rough or very calm and serene so it depends on like the day or like the mood mm -hmm. um but while water is also very healing and nurturing as well it cleanses right yeah. so a lot of people who 
are like have strong water in their chart tend to be healers in some way. And then you have uh, earth signs and earth would be uh, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. Ugh. <laughs> As a can't it was it was it on the Capricorn? Your opposite. No, sign? Taurus. Like, Taurus. Oh, well, really? we just like we'll get to this, but like <laughs> I've talked clearly. I'm clearly I have an, an ex that's a so Taurus. She's charred by Taurus. But we we've said it a couple times jokingly, like Taurus men are the worst. And then a one a, a prior guest of ours, um, she's very funny. Her name is Heather McMahon. She did like a whole Instagram story about like Taurus men they're the worst, and she kept like she like. 10 slides and then she just kept going back to it and like never forget towards men are the worst and so we just kind of put it out there because i was like wait yeah for sure and then no one has disagreed with us we've get (laughs) what you've gotten dms like fuck towards men no one has come forward with us yeah (laughs) our live shows will be like fuck towards the whole room will erupt in cheers sorry that's what i'm talking about yeah we did it a live show and like we were shocked at the response the room just started cheering like fuck towards men we're like what oh my goodness um keep continuing with your I'm, earth you know and we'll i mean you know with earth i mean all all of the signs sort of have like their ups and downs um one of the challenges with earth signs is definitely being too stubborn too stubborn, rigid yeah too cold um but earth signs like the positive qualities would be um you know these are the hard workers these are the people that are going to like stick stick with things through the end um they care about security stability you know very earthy mm-hmm. down grounded solid stable solid <laughs> you know, kind of people. Minnesota people. Right. (laughs) Midwestern. (laughs) Everybody in the Midwest. Yeah. All right, guys, I think this is a good time to pause for a second and just take a break. Talk about some of our partners. Yes. Okay. So first up, we have Brewmate. We are so excited about this company. This is a drinkware company that started because the founder realized that warm alcohol sucks, <laughs> which is fair. So you get these drinkware pieces that are for your wine, your beer, or your liquor. So there's insulated coolers for slim and craft cans. There's unbreakable nosing glasses and there's insulated canteens that keep a full bottle of wine at the perfect temperature for over 24 hours. All I can think about with this is like picnic in Central Park season. Like Put your bottle of wine, put your bottle of rosé in these canteens that hold a full bottle of wine. And then they come with these really cool glasses that come with them. So the sets that you guys will see in the website are so beautiful. They're beautiful. They're like, beautiful. I'm looking at like mine right now. It's like white marble. Mine's sparkly pink. I used it on my roof this week. Yeah. So they made them very fashionable along with the function. So we love that. There's over 30 color options, matte, glossy, glitter finishes. Raina got the glitter. I got this white marble. Beautiful. There's this BevGuard technology that ensures there's never a metallic aftertaste. And yeah, they're perfect for any time that you want to keep your beverages, alcoholic or not, cold or hot. So you can put your coffee in there, your coffee and your tea in the morning, and it works for that too. So whatever temperature you want to keep your beverages at, this will do it. I love it so much. Also on their website, I ordered myself some stainless steel straws. New York has gone strawless along with a lot of other cities. So I still love a straw. So I literally ordered all these straws on their website and I'm like bringing them out with me to the bars. So, you know, I'll probably lose them, but that's why I ordered a whole bunch as backups and as gifts for people. So guys, I cannot recommend this enough. This is going to be something that you totally need for spring and summer picnic season. Also straight into tailgate season and brewmate is giving you a special discount of 15% off your first order. When you go to www.brewmate.com that's B R U M A T E and use code G G E 15% off when you use our code G G E at brewmate.com. Don't let summer heat ruin your drink. Go to brewmate.com and beat the heat this summer. Get 15% off your first order by using our code G G E at brewmate.com. B R U M A T E.com code 
GGE. Keep those drinks cold. Drink you know, I get all worked pretty. up about summer being hot. It's pretty though. They're just beautiful. Pretty, right? I love them. I'm just like walking around them on the street, drinking wine in the street. I can't endorse that. But <laughs> if you guys, who's gonna who's gonna endorse? Who's it. gonna call you out? Put your rose in one of these travel cups. Where are they gonna go? <laughs> what are they gonna do? All right. And speaking of uh, summer and being fit, let's talk about Open Fit. Uh, so this is a new brand. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. This is really up my alley because I don't like to go to the gym and I'm lazy and I don't like to go to classes. But if I can work out from the comfort of my living room or a hotel, I'm all about it. And yes. I love the fact that you can access the videos anywhere, anytime. So I can work out any time of the day. I don't have to go to a gym. Uh, it's super, super simple to use and you can stream it from anywhere. And then there's tons to pick from. There's amazing trainers and classes. Uh, so you could do stuff that's a little more high intensity or you can do stuff like yoga that's just a little more lower intensity. But regardless, I think it's really great. It's how I like to work out because I'm not good at working out and I get intimidated by gyms. Uh, so OpenFit will change the way you guys will work out as well. And with our code GGE, you can start a fitness journey personalized just for you guys. Right now during the OpenFit 30-day challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text GGE to 303030. That's 303030. You'll get full access to OpenFit, which is really cool. All the workouts and the nutrition information, which is a nice supplement also that they offer. Oh, cool. Totally free. Again, just text GGE to 303030. Um, and I highly recommend you guys check this out. It's very cool. Get that bikini body. All this stuff for summertime? I know. Get your roommate. Get your bikini body. Drink the alcohol and then work it off the next day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back to Mecca. Back to Mecca. So I'm really fascinated about obviously we're a dating podcast like you know what makes different signs compatible with different ones and also romantically and also in friendship we can get to it but like almost all of my really close friends and the people I like the most are Gemini's I just I have so many birthdays to celebrate in June and mm. like I mean I have obviously friends that are born in other months but like for me I seem to be very um attracted to Gemini friends and mm -hmm. so it's interesting to me just like what attracts us to other people in general um, well, there's kind of two, uh, like a multi-tiered sort of answer to that. So on, on the first, like very basic level, um, when we start talking about like how the elements play well with each other, mm -hmm. um, air of course would go with fire right. because air and fire, you know, um, you think about fire being very like dynamic and outgoing air kind of gives that fire, that, that, that spark, yeah. that burn, um, and there's like a mutual sort of understanding, like both air and fire are very outgoing, you know, let's try new things. Let's talk about the things there. There's sort of like a very um, similar energy between the two with water and earth. You know, water and earth are very security oriented. And so the uh, these are the people that are going to be most focused on, like, um, you know, building a family or building a home or doing things um, together, whereas like air and fire is a little bit more independent. And that's not to say that water and earth can't be independent either. Um, it definitely means like uh, how a person's birth chart is sort of set up um, that will give you more clues in terms of like what a person sort of needs romantically. Yeah. Um, but definitely, you know, in terms of compatibility, like uh, it would be earth and water or water, okay. water, earth, earth, or air and fire, fire, fire. Air, air oh like the same is good too mm -hmm. water and water oh, yeah so that makes sense why you're like always attracted to gemini friends yeah gemini people yeah. yeah yeah okay um okay so there's two levels to it so like mm -hmm. what is the so so the second part 
um, like I was saying, is really about kind of like understanding your own birth chart. Um, so like, for example, like for me, my chart is predominantly made up of fire and air. So in terms of like the romantic partners that I tend to attract, they even, you know, I could get an Aries or I can get a Libra, but they'll still have like a Pisces moon or, you know, a Scorpio rising or maybe a uh, Venus in Cancer they'll bring the water to me because I don't have it in my own chart. And the way the relationships go in astrology is that who you're attracting is essentially your mirror. You know, you are, mm-hmm. you're, they, you, you, you have what they need and vice versa. And so when it comes to like, you know, imbalances of, of elements, the person that you're getting is sort of like bringing to the table, like lessons and themes and things. Yeah. That you need. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. This feels like a good time to just pause for one second and talk about a couple of our partners for this episode. Talk about them titties. Let's talk about some tits. <laughs> tits are a big part of my life, your life, <laughs> lots of our users' lives. Uh, we're talking about Third Lens today. So it is a bra company. I'm... I have their bras. Ashley has their bras. They're great. Third Love can offer you the perfect fit. They have more sizes than your typical brand. They actually have 70 different sizes they yeah. can offer. Um, I didn't really understand how bras worked and you know what those numbers correlated to. So I need help. Um, and they offer a lot of convenience. They do a fit finder quiz on their website 10 million women have taken their quiz just a couple simple questions to learn what your boobs are like size shape back size etc cute, cute little pics <laughs> i like the little titty pics ashley loves titty pics i love titty pics <laughs> i love the quiz it's fun it's great i just like talking about myself so any online forum that allows me to do that <laughs> breasts are a big part of my life yeah. um they are so confident uh that they are giving you guys a 100 100% fit guarantee. Every customer has 60 days to wear their bras, wash it, put it to the test. If you don't love it, you can return it and they will actually wash it and donate it to a woman in need, which I love. I, love I don't anticipate that you will return it. I like their styles a lot. Very comfortable. So lots much. of versatility. I just, you know, as somebody with huge boobs, it's hard for me to find um, sexy bras yeah. that also fit really well. The t-shirt bra, I cannot recommend it enough. It is my everyday bra, 100%. I have the lounge bra, but the, that t-shirt bra is their most popular one. It is just it's my number one it's super comfortable it is superseded all of the bras i've ever owned superseded great word is that the right oh. word third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone so right now they are offering our listeners 15 percent off your first order go to thirdlove.com slash gge now to find the perfect fitting bra and get 15 percent off your first purchase again that's thirdlove.com slash gge for 15 percent off and get you some nice stuff to put on your titties <laughs> Are we allowed to say titties? They didn't say we can't. <laughs> right, There's nothing guys. in this copy that says don't use the word titties. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. And also, while we're talking about self-care, I guess bras are self-care. I don't know. Ritual vitamins, the beautiful, pretty, cute vitamins. They're gold. We literally use them as decor in our own homes. We love ritual so much. And as we've said before, they are obsessively researched vitamin for women. They have all the nutrients that most of us don't get enough from food, all in clean, absorbable forms. There's no shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good. Two easy to take capsules provide nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health. They're kind 
kind of like the prenatal vitamin reimagined. So it, what we're talking about is the ritual essential for women. Those are the two capsules you're taking daily. The multivitamin from D3 to Omega, they help fill the gaps in your diet. No nausea capsule. They have a fresh minty taste, no fishy aftertaste, traceable and transparent for all you obsessive label readers. I am one of them. Vegan friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free and allergen-free ingredients. And their sources are all out there for the whole world to see. And a subscription is super easy to start and easy to snooze. If you need to pause it, it's only a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered every month. No strings attached. Better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. So this is kind of a new deal for us. So you guys are getting a discount on these Ritual vitamins. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women. Visit ritual.com slash GGE to start your Ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash GGE. <gasps> Whew, Ooh, killed that. I was, like, I was like, is she going to stutter? I'm, I feel faint. <laughs> all right, back to Mecca. <laughs> So when somebody comes to you and says, like, my love life is all fucked up and I don't know, I'm picking the wrong people and who should I pick? What kind of advice are you giving them? So somebody's like, I'm just, I'm so single. Like, how do I use this to my advantage to find somebody? No, I think that's a great question. A lot of people do come to me um, for that. One, one thing that I do tend to look at is like their Venus sign. So Venus in astrology has to do with like our love style and what we value in, in relationships. Um, it, Venus also is about like our, our relationship to ourselves as well. And so um, I look at that. I look at the moon signs because the moon has to do with like what we need emotionally mm-hmm. um, in a relationship and, and kind of just kind of really essentially the whole chart. But I tell folks, you know, oftentimes like, you know, especially for the people who kind of keep getting like the same mm-hmm. kind of type over and over again is usually the issue usually boils down to this. We attract certain types over and over again because either they represent something about us that we need to own and acknowledge and that we're not acknowledging or we need to uh, turn up. So like either we, something that we need to turn down or we need to turn mm-hmm. up. And so until we get that lesson, we're going to continue to, to keep, track get that, that person yeah. over and over again. Yeah. yeah. I think that just makes sense in general. If you're lacking something, you're like, okay, I need to fill it with this specific kind of person. I, I have been the opposite where I've sort of, and tell me, I want to hear like what you have attracted also for me, I'll date somebody that's like one way. And then I'll be like, I hate every single thing about that person. And I'll date the exact opposite person next. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. for me, I think it's not necessarily that I'm attracting the opposite of me. I'm just, I want to attract the opposite of the last person. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, so I don't know. There's a commonality among the people I've dated. I think that it's just like for a time in my life, I needed this type of person. I needed mm-hmm. somebody, my first boyfriend in New York was somebody who like really pushed me professionally he was really successful he always wanted to like help me to do things and like be better and like was really sort of critical and mean to me if i wasn't professionally pushing myself harder my next boyfriend no he was the fucking devil whatever that (laughs) whatever that is well someone no no shade to capricorn well someone wrote and they were like i keep every guy attracted to capricorn one of the person one of the people when we asked for questions she specifically said that and Mm -hmm. that's why i kind of prompted this question of like oh my god why is every person the same i interrupted you keep going no it's fine i was just thinking like for me it's a different whatever sign cheats on you a lot Mm. that's what he was (laughs) (laughs) is that capricorn no uh that that can be capricorn i mean very ambitious constantly pushing you to to do bigger better yeah that's a total sociopath yeah he sounds like a he sounds like a capricorn <laughs> but the next person i dated was the exact opposite he was like really loving and supportive he was so proud of me and everything i took a dump and he'd be like that's the most beautiful dump i've ever seen in my life you know right. for me i ping pong just between like what i was sort of lacking in the last relationship do you think 
Ashley, do you think that you try to fill a void in yourself with each person or are you like, I don't like that. I want something different. No, I, I mean, I don't know. I think I like want these general things in a person. Someone that like makes me laugh. Someone that like is ambitious and like can handle what I do. I don't even know. I don't, it's, it's been a minute. I don't even know what I want anymore. I'm just like, are you funny and tall enough and have like a working penis ish? Like, I don't know. Like the bar is so low. It's just really like, do you like me a little bit? Like that's like really all I care about. Whatever sign that would be. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think I have really any patterns. I, uh, I always think like my parents are, uh, Aries and Cancer mm. and my mom is like today's her birthday March 27th and then my one of my exes his birthday was March 26th and then my dad's birthday is July 7th and mine's July 9th so I always was just like I loved that combo it was like we being this dude which obviously we didn't work out we like had the exact same birthdays basically is like mm. are my parents and they've been married 40 years they're perfect they're amazing you know they're so great mm-hmm. um so I, that was always like a cute thing in my head that I don't know that Aries and Cancer I mean they clearly work my parents mm. so I, that was always a thing in my head like I want an Aries guy because mm-hmm. it's like this thing that I think about with my parents but I don't really have any patterns like I just um, we jokingly joke about like tourist men being like the worst but <laughs> Also, like we always have to ask our guests, Sue. So you're single, but you're mm-hmm. dating. Yes. But you have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Were you married? No. Okay. Yeah. What was the, your your daughter's dad's sign? Uh, we were actually the same sign. So you're the two, same two, sign. Two, two Sagittarius. Okay. Yeah. Do you find yourself gravitating towards towards like what do you feel like you? You know, um, it shifts. How I one of the reasons like why I kind of got into astrology is because I was trying to understand a Scorpio. <laughs> Right. Which, you know, for people who might be familiar with Scorpios, um, they are one of the hardest We're gonna get signs because we people understand. Yeah. Should we just dedicate the next hour to Scorpios? Because there's a lot to unpack about Scorpios. Um, I love I love my Scorps. I had to learn to love, love Scorpios. My Scorps. Love my Scorps. I, I love that. Kelly learn. is. Kelly, who we mentioned. Kelly yes. Knight is a Scorpio. Yeah. I had to, but I, 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 astrology taught me how to be more This accepting. is so funny. Your, is this like your whole career is based upon trying to understand a man? Like, <laughs> is that really what we're saying here? <laughs> to some degree. To some oh, man. Time. Men just give us so much, don't they? Right. They, they built your whole career. Right. And ours too. Ashley and I would have no podcast if so many men hadn't fucked us over yeah. so hard. We built this career on the backs of these men. You know what, guys? Thank you. I would just like to take a knee and thank men for everything that I have yeah. and everything that all women have. Right. Thank you, men. You right. should have more rights, not less. <laughs> thank you, men. <laughs> Anyways. Clearly, we're kidding. Um, <laughs> so you're um, trying, yeah. The so you're trying to de- decipher the Scorpio, right? And so that was sort of like my introduction in terms of like the kind of uh, signs that I kept attracting. Because I, even to this day, like Scorpios, I attract um, both the men and the women. They like flies to honey. Uh-huh. And luckily, like because I've studied astrology so so much, like I know why I attract them. But um, I've been finding like lately, depending on different spaces that I'm in, I will attract certain signs more than the other. So like now I've been getting like a lot of like cancer, um, Libra and Aries, a lot of cardinal signs. So like cardinal signs in astrology um, are signs that are very like self-motivated, very go-getter. They initiate things. Mm-hmm. And I it's because of like where I am like career-wise, like that that vibration is like matching now. Right. Um, at a certain point, there was, um, what was I getting before? I think I was getting like a lot of Pisces, you know, because I was in more of like, I guess like a healing space, I would say. You know, the Pisces tend to be like very like chill, very go with the flow. 
flow. So it, it changes, you know, in terms of mm. like where I am yeah. um, in my own life. And then I start attracting that energy, that, that vibration that matches that. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think that like, you know, this is the first time I've I worked in restaurants for a long time, but I wouldn't say that's a it was I managed restaurants. So there wasn't like a creative field for me. And I think that like today I definitely attract more people because we're doing something creative um, yeah. that also are creative. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. those are different types of signs than somebody I would have attracted when I was 23 and managing a restaurant, you right, know? Right. Um, so at different times in your life, I think you just sort of seek out what you need. And like today, I just don't need the same things. I don't need the same kind of support. Mm -hmm. I don't need the same kind of professionalism and draw. I don't know. It's just at different times in your life, yeah. you attract different things. Um, Let's get into the Scorpio conversation because sure. people just really like that was one of the number one things when we asked what people wanted to know from you. It's mm -hmm. just like it was mixed. It was like, why are Scorpios the fucking worst? And then oh, it was like, no. stop throwing shade at Scorpios. <laughs> right. It was very like mixed. And it's just this that is the most spoken of. Mm. I think tell me if I'm wrong. It's mm -hmm. just the most spoken of sign in the whole Zodiac is like Scorpios. It's this like polarizing thing, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. and people just stay away. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm so fascinated by it. Cause it is this thing of just like, who are these people? Are you supposed to stay away from them? What's going on? Right. Why do they have such a bad rap? And what let's, okay. So let's decode them. And also if you can, cause there's there, it's a fire sign, but there's three fire signs. So like, mm -hmm. why is this the one fire sign that gets like so much shit? Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> Scorpio, Scorpio is actually water. Oh, it's water. Yeah. What? So Scorpio is a water sign. <laughs> no, the um, fire signs are my fave. Like that's, <laughs> that's what I am. Sorry, fire sign. I mean, I feel like I'm a fire sign in my in my heart. I feel like I'm a Leo in my heart. Well, like a little lion. Yeah, Venus and Leo. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. To me, like Scorpions the are lion, like fiery. You know, with this fire. hair. Uh, well, Scorpios. <laughs> mane. Scorpios. Well, are same question like, though. Well, Scorpios like Aries. Well, Aries is a fire sign, and Scorpios like Aries are is ruled by the planet Mars. So, like, um, where Mars and Aries, you know, like with Mars and Aries, the, the energy is very like forceful and in your face and dynamic. Um, with Scorpio, that Mars is a little bit more like behind the scenes and like secretive and kind of mysterious okay. and alluring, right? And so the thing with Scorpios is this, uh, Scorpios both need to have a lot of partners. Un I'm kidding. No. <laughs> need Scorp to cheat on you. No, I'm just not kidding. <laughs> Scorpios both need um vulnerability like they need like raw naked vulnerability with the people that they love with the person that they love but they also fear it at the same time mm -hmm. because to be truly intimate with someone and to be truly like naked with someone um both clothes off and like you know emotionally naked mm -hmm. it requires a lot of courage and a lot of trust and Scorpios are sort of born with this acute knowledge that humankind can be really fucked up to each other. Mm -hmm. You know, people can really be cruel and mean and, and nasty to one another. And so a lot of times the reason why people tend, like if you get burned by a Scorpio, it's because, um, I mean, you know, it, it does have to do with like maturity levels and, you know, yeah. like, you know, Scorpio, like, you know, being upfront and, and, and actually handling a relationship like an adult. But for the most part, um, that fear, you know, if, if a Scorpio, they'll test you, you know, they will test to see if like that loyalty is there. And if you're not someone who, uh, if you're someone who sort of like rattle rattles easily, mm -hmm. then you won't do well with a Scorpio. You know, okay. you need to be some someone that's also very like, oh, you want to play? Like I can play too. Like yeah. they need like 
like for you know a Scorpio relationship is never like just easy breezy you know it you know you have a sign that is associated with like life and death you know this idea around rebirth and transformation yeah and, and like all these like sort of deep dark dirty things that a lot of us you know are sort of scared to deal with or talk about and so when you have a person that's born under this sign um you know they they have a lot of feelings they feel very strongly um and these are people who also in some ways have kind of like been through a lot and so like they carry that with them and they need someone who is essentially like really going to love them through thick and through thin and it really takes a person with a strong constitution to love right Scorpio. it just seems like across the board intense like yeah as a, it's a you know like intense and i just love. feel like everybody i the, the, i don't even know that many but the what is it it's october what is the, what is the date of Scorpio? um it's from october 23rd okay. to november it was Halloween birthdays 21st i think okay, okay. yeah it's just kind of like they're there's they're no they're never this like wallflower like just easy person i don't know like they're always fiery not they're yeah. not a fire sign, but you know what i mean they're just an they're intense very, personality very passionate, passionate. Do you think they test people on purpose or do you th- yeah okay. yeah yeah um the testing is really around kind of like you know, I need to see, I need to know if I can trust you. If this is real. You know, yes. I need to know if I can trust you. I need to know, you know, if you're going to, you know, like if I can trust you with my life, like it, it's very, very like to, 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 to like, you know, a fire sign would be like, why are you so intense? Like why are you, so, but for them, because they know that once you're in, you're in for life mm-hmm. and, and Scorpios take a really long time to get over people, you know, like they, once you, you know, you, they, you've affected them emotionally, they don't let go very very easily so who can a scorpio date like um, what if i'm a if you're a scorpio like what is your ideal match so um ideally scorpios work work well with the, with other water signs like yeah cancer like cancer i mean and that's what kelly said like because i'm a cancer she's a scorpio she, yeah she just feels like she cancer is her husband too mm-hmm. she just feels like so passionately about cancer and her as a scorpio yeah i mean the water the other water signs like pisces and cancer you know fundamentally have a very similar sort of energy to scorpio in the sense of like you know um uh that emotional courage you know being vulnerable being able to understand you know um and into you know intuit things um there's a very similar energy that the water signs carry that makes well that works well for 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 scorpios Mm -hmm. um and all the feelings that they carry and then the earth signs like taurus virgo and capricorn also work well with scorpio because they are kind of like they provide some stability to all those churning emotions. You know, mm-hmm. they provide some grounding right. and some centering. And also, you know, like like I was saying earlier with earth signs, these are the people that know how to endure and stick with things. And Scorpio needs that sort of loyalty and endurance, you know, when it comes to relationships. Yeah. We got a lot of questions about Mercury retrograde mm-hmm. and um, when, what is, I forget what Kelly, we talked about was this whole big shift in your life when you're around the age of 27. What is that? Do you know? Uh, the Saturn return. Saturn return. Yes. yes. Okay. And then, um, do you feel like the moon cycle has anything to do with love and dating? I don't know. We, we, we went on a podcast called that's so retrograde and they were just like, how do you feel about the new moon? We were like, what? What does that mean? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So they were like, don't you feel like rebirth? And we were like, I just like made some shit up. I was like, I don't know. So, <laughs> but like, I remember the first time I felt like I dealt with a 
Mercury and retrograde situation where everything broke down on me. All my technology was breaking everything. Mm -hmm. I was like melting down. Everything was like falling apart Mm -hmm. in my life. Like Mm -hmm. not necessarily emotionally, but just my things. Right. Like I was like, what the I can't, I can't, something else cannot fuck up. I cannot function in like my career right now. And someone said that it was the very first time I heard this. This is years ago. And I was like, what is that? And I feel like it's like a newer, hotter thing. Well, I think the last 10 years, probably. Yeah. Yeah, Will you define it for us? I don't know what it, when Mercury, I should probably Google a couple of things. What does it mean (laughs) when somebody says like Mercury is in retrograde? So um, I I joke about it. Like I know what it means. (laughs) (laughs) Like every time I something fucks up with my computer or my phone, I'm like Mercury is in retrograde. Like, so Mercury retrograde is a period of time where communication becomes a little bit more difficult. Right. And the reason for that is because it's a time more so about like slowing down, being clear, reviewing things, editing things, Mm -hmm. going over things and making sure that the things that are already in place are where they should be before we move forward. So you know mercury isn't just the only planet that goes retrograde actually all the planets do except the sun and the moon okay and so whenever we're talking about a retrograde planet it's just a really a time for like review and reflection like like we're going retro we're going back right and so the reason why mercury i think is so popular is because it happens more frequently during the year it happens about three or four times a year Mm. um three weeks uh, for that period. Right. So we're actually on the tail end of a Mercury retrograde right now. Okay. Um, and it ends tomorrow. Yeah. March 28th. So yeah, it's usually a time when, uh, communication, you know, you have technical glitches, you have travel yeah. delays, you have misunderstandings mm-hmm. with people. Um, you usually hear like people say like, Oh, you know, don't sign contracts. Don't sign contracts. Kelly like would that. be like, I mean, whatever. Listen guys, sometimes you have to sign a fucking contract. Don't be out here. Like <laughs> what is it? Tw- three times, 12 weeks of the year. Can't sign a contract. Like that's not going to fly with a lot of people, but right. she would say that to me. Well, she would be like, don't make these big decisions or sign these things. Right. So you I'd know, be so I used, pissed I, at you if you did that to me. I usually, <laughs> 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 you're like, you know what, Raina, we just, we got to turn down thousands of dollars. Cause I can't sign a contract these 12 weeks. Well, <laughs> so pissed you. Well, I usually tell folks about that, you know, like, you know, sometimes there are things on the table that are pressing that can't wait until after the retrograde is over. But, and I usually tell people like, you know, pay attention to the, to the fine print, you mm-hmm. know, like really know right. what it is that you're getting don't into. Don't hastily sign something. Don't, right. Don't just hastily get into it because chances are, if you just kind of just rush into it, something at the end is going to like, you're going to have to redo it or it's going to fall apart or whatever the case may be. So like when it comes to like, you know, people say like, Oh, you know, don't buy buy electronics and things like that. Sometimes you need to just, you know, get new things or, or whatever the case may be. And I just tell people like, you know, just to slow down, evaluate, you know, make mm-hmm. sure that you're not making any hasty decisions. Um, because essentially what a retrograde period for is for is to make sure that like where we've been and what we, what we're currently doing is on you know the right track so that as we're moving forward where where we're supposed to be okay and then when does i guess it changes obviously every year is it every season once a season um so it happens it random about three three to four times a year so we usually get one during the bit the beginning of the year so we're, we've had um we've had the one that we've been the last three weeks um we get one again in the summer then there's usually one like in the fall and sometimes there will be one. Okay. Like, and obviously you can just Google it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, and so I guess advice wise, it's like, take this time to just like try to communicate better, slow down a little bit, yeah. evaluate your life. Right. Yeah. Which so, is a nice, 
yeah. life tip anyway. Right. You know, like it's yeah. nice. Take it as this time to like evaluate your shit. Right. Your yeah. relationship, your, your job. The way, especially too, in terms of like how we communicate with each yeah. other. Yeah. You know, because a lot of, lot of, uh, lots of things gets lost in translation, I think, in terms of communication with, you know, social media and mm-hmm. texting and things of that nature. Sometimes you just need to have a face to face conversation so you can make sure that you're on the I, same I love page that. With yeah. Someone, you know, you hear that, kids? Put the phone down, <laughs> put the social media down, <laughs> or don't buy a new one during market brochure. I just, uh, <laughs> I just remember when it happened and I had never heard of this. And Kelly was like, oh, Mercury, is it Mercury is in retrograde? It's or Mercury retrograde. retrograde. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I keep saying the wrong thing. I say in, and, in retrograde. And she just was like, told me about this. I was like, that's wild. My communication, I can't communicate with anybody right now. It's everything is breaking down. It was very weird. And I was like, well, that's a thing. It's, it's hard for me because Ashley is really like the fine details type of person. I'm like, a, I, I value doing things quickly, but I don't value doing them right. <laughs> and Ashley, <laughs> Ashley's like the spell checker, the details person. We got like an invoice. I was like, I'm not even going to right, do so this. Right. So that one time, that one time, I made a mistake. <laughs> I bet Mercury was ret- yeah. retrograde. I don't remember you making a mistake. It was this one time. I don't want to talk about it. But I'm sure that's what was happening. <laughs> I'm sure it lives with you. She's the details person. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, I mean, we would get nothing done if Mercury was retrograde. Retrograde. And then what what did I what else did I say? Saturn rising? Saturn Saturn, 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 Saturn returns. returns. Yeah. And yeah. are you a strong believer in this? Um yeah, actually. I mean, I've I've definitely I've gone through I've experienced my first Saturn return, um, you get about two of them. So you get one just before you turn 30 and there's another one around the age of 56. So basically what it is, it, it kind of feels like a quarter life crisis right. in, in a lot of ways because Which Saturn, because Saturn in astrology is a planet that is associated with responsibility, maturity, um, integrity, accountability, like all those like, you know, grown up things that we're supposed to do. And so, you know, when you're thinking about a Saturn return, um, you know, you're leaving your 20s, you're entering entering your 30s. And so it's really kind of a time of like, wow, what the hell have I been doing with my life? Yeah. You know, what do I want to do with my life? You know, what is the legacy that I'm building here? Mm-hmm. You know, what what do I want to be recognized for? What is the, my career looking like? Am I getting married? You know, all these like big life things start to come at you all at one time. And essentially what Saturn is designed to do is to help us to... Um, be more in charge of our, our, our own lives. You know, it, it's there to help us put, put us through some tough lessons. So that way, when we come out on the other side, we feel more empowered and we feel more um, self-driven, I would say. Yeah. Because the thing with Saturn too, is that it helps us to not really give a shit about like what other people have to say, like looking too, too far outside of ourselves for outside validation. Okay. You know, Saturn is really about like learning how to find that, that strength from within. Okay. And then another one in your fifties. Yes. Okay. So that by that time, that's when like the guy like leaves his wife, he buys a Ferrari, like all that. No, okay. no, 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 no. That, that's the actual midlife crisis. No, no. Midlife crisis. Can you happens. see a guy? He's just like cheating on his wife. He's like, it's my Saturn returns, babe. It's fine. It's no big She's like, but there's a Porsche in the driveway. He's like, fuck you, Saturn. No, actually that's, that's the Uranus transit. <laughs> what um, Uranus actually the planet Uranus actually is associated with like midlife crisis oh stuff. Uranus sorry yeah. we're children Uranus <laughs> <laughs> say Uranus okay. um, that, that's more of a midlife crisis thing of but course the Uranus thing's about a man <laughs> cheating on his wife of course you fuck your secretary by a Porsche in Uranus <laughs> child <laughs> yeah let's talk about how the cancer sign is a 69 now no i'm just kidding it is though um, it looks like one. oh yeah it does <laughs> it's 
sister. But also murderers. And my birthday is a murder birthday. So it's, <laughs> get this, get this. O- OJ. Oh, yes. yes. Stephen Avery, yeah. who was making a murderer. Jody Arias. It's like, there's this whole murder birthday thing. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing this article, someone posted it on my Facebook back in the day when Facebook was cool. People and it was like, happy birthday. And it was like, why is July 9th like all these murderers? And I was like, cool. This, is, this is nice. Wait, I have a question. Um, we really could have started with this, but like, how far back does this date? Like, where did, where did the word cancer come from? Where did Libra come from? Like, who... Oh, geez. Where did well, all this probably, stuff? Yeah. Is this thousands of years ago? Like, where does this stuff originate from? Who Wait. started astrology? <laughs> yeah, I have to know. Like, how does Gem? Like, where does it, Gemini? Who who came up with this word? Um, a, a lot of it was rooted from like the Greek. Mm, they did everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Say no more. <laughs> Greek mythology Greek shit. Mythology, I was obsessed Greek. with that stuff as a kid. Obsessed with Greek and Roman gods. Oh, you I didn't couldn't know get this? enough of it. <laughs> nope. Didn't know anything about this. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have any other more burning questions or should we transition? We into can talk our- more about me if you want. We Are totally can. Yeah, I'm always serious. We can always talk more about me. Um, no. Um, <laughs> at the end of every, um, that's, that's like, it for can. me. Okay. That's it for me. <laughs> that's it for me. I actually was thinking something interesting. I totally forgot about growing up. Um, from the time I was like a little kid through most of high school is my best friend and I had the exact same birthday. Oh, really? Isn't that weird that I was attracted to- and then like towards the middle of high school, I was like, oh, I don't like you. You are not a nice person. She's probably listening. <laughs> Whatever. You were a bitch to me in high school. Yeah. Okay. You were a little fucking bitch. Um, well, my, it's funny because I, I, you know, I say like I'm jokingly. I mean, I'm whatever. I'm still, I'm j- quote unquote joking about this Taurus thing, but my best friend is also Taurus. Corey's a Taurus. But I think that we were talking about like things that attract you to a romantic partner versus a friendship yes, partner. And then Corey, like, is this is my best friend who's just like so stable the earth sign you know what i mean like just is like that's what i would say about her mm-hmm. is she's just like this rock right in my life you know so that really does add up it does tons of my friends are gemini's i never dated a gemini man huh none interesting none of, none of them so we do a little segment at the end of every show um we try to sort of design around a guest what'll be fun and funny we thought what we would do with you today is talk about each sign individually if you don't mind mm-hmm. um and what they're compatible with Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Let's like start at the top, which All would right. be like where does it technically start? Aries. Oh. Aries is first. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, What's that birthday? So Aries right now. Is, um, <laughs> yes, it's Aries so, season. So Remember, it's, uh, March twenty. It's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> March twentieth, twenty first, depending on um, the year, until uh, April nineteenth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, Aries is all about adventure. Um, Aries is very um, bold, very brash and pioneering sort of people. So they need people who can kind of keep them on their toes and also give them a certain amount of freedom. So they tend to do best well with like other fire signs like Leo or Sag. Um, and then I think Aries also can do, do well with air signs like Gemini or Aquarius. And of course, their opposite sign, uh, which would be Libra, because Libra shows Aries how to not be so me, 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 um, because Libra is we and Aries is me. And so Libra, um, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of dating your opposite sign. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I love this. Okay. Next. Oh, I love this. This is so fun. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm so excited for all 12. Okay. So next is Taurus. And (laughs) (laughs) so, yeah, so with Taurus, you know, Taurus is very security driven. So, you know, when it comes to relationships, Tauruses are essentially shopping for like their husband or their wife, Mm -hmm. you know, and so um, um, they tend to do well with other earth signs like Virgo or Capricorn um, because they want to build things. They want that stability. They want that groundedness. So Virgo and Capricorn is going to bring that to the table. 
Um, but I think Taurus also do, does well with water signs like Pisces or Cancer um, because these would be the signs that would bring support some... Support them financially. I'm kidding. No, that will support them <laughs> but emotionally. Not. Support them emotionally, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, but if you I want think... to support them financially, they'll take it too. <laughs> <laughs> when you say they want security, what you mean is they want financial the security. Per- their partner yeah. to provide them with that. <laughs> Let's just be clear. No, we're going to cut this. I don't know. No, we're not. <laughs> Well, um, to some degree, I think Taurus is also good at being a, a good at being providers as well. Provided know? for, you mean? <laughs> you picked fucking. the wrong rising sun. Um, anyway, so what's what's so? Next? Oh, and then with uh, the opposite sign of Taurus is Scorpio. Okay, so, yeah. Um, then next is Gemini, and Gemini is very bubbly, very social. So they need partners who can keep them interested, right? Because Gemini's. Um, because they have so many things going on, it's easy for them to kind of do them and be alone and kind of like, I'm off doing my own thing. So they need someone who's going to be able to kind of pull them in and say, let's do things together. Um, so they would work well with other air signs like Libra or Aquarius, um, who's not only going to give you freedom, but they're also going to be like good, uh, playmates, play partners, um, and give you that intellectual stimulation that you need. Right. Um, and then fire signs also make good partners for Gemini so that would be uh Leo Aries and then the opposite of of Gemini is Sagittarius when you say the opposite like that means somebody you should not be with no no she says she likes the opposite signs together opposite means complementary yeah okay so okay just yeah so it's like you whatever you're lacking they bring and vice versa or they will just fucking rip you down and destroy you (laughs) well that I mean it can go bad right yeah that that's kind of like good or bad right that's kind of yeah with 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 opposites it's definitely like either it's really good or and when yeah. it's good and when it's bad it's bad there's no in between no like gray middle ground it's yeah. Not, yeah it's not a milk cold. toast relationship yeah. yeah um so after gemini we have cancer um cancer is essentially looking for a home you know um yeah. a home in a relationship and a home to build with someone yeah and so you know again the other water signs scorpio pisces would definitely connect with cancer especially on an emotional level there there'll be that emotional bond there um and then the earth signs which will provide the stability and the grounding that cancer needs um so that would be capricorn taurus and virgo okay um the opposite sign of of cancer is actually capricorn okay yeah capricorn is january no yeah capricorn is from uh december 20 second to to january January. i think january 19th or 20th that's my other best friend yeah oh capricorn Mm -hmm. yeah yep 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 um after cancer is leo so leo love to have fun you know it's all about the fun it's all about the drama it's all about going out (laughs) looking good um having you know having a party and taking the lead you know a lot of leos definitely need to be out center stage up front and so they need um they need someone who can kind of like play like that power couple um role with them i'm just gonna start saying i'm a leo i'm just gonna be like fuck it people are gonna like thought you were cancer you're gonna buck the whole thing like it's changed my sign changed (laughs) but anyway keep going sorry so so the other other fire signs sag aries would work well with leo um in terms of like meeting leo with that same like fun loving energy outgoing passionate energy um and then air signs like gemini libra and then the opposite for leo is aquarius okay yeah and then um after leo we have virgo so Virgo is similar to Gemini, even though Virgo is an earth sign, there's a similarity there because they're both ruled by the same planet, which is Mercury. So Virgos need definitely need intellectual simulation. They need someone who's multifaceted, someone who's all going to be on their grind and um, ambitious. 
And so with Virgo, they work well with the other earth signs like Taurus and Capricorn, who are also equally ambitious, you know, grounded, practical. Um, but they also work well with water signs like Cancer, Scorpio, and the near opposite would be Pisces. I feel like Virgos are so obsessed with themselves. Like when it's like Virgo season, they're always like, Virgo season. Are you a Virgo? I'm a Virgo. Like they are just, they are the most self-obsessed one. <laughs> I saw those birthdays. Well, they have, I mean, they have Beyonce. So that's, that's what it that's is. They have, they're the Beyonce of the signs. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, technically. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and what are those birth dates? Um, so with Virgo, it starts at the end of August. So it's like August 23rd going into September, I think, 22nd. What is it like to have this much knowledge about anything? There's not one topic I could rattle off this much information <laughs> about ever on Earth. Like if somebody just like lobbed a topic at me, it, I would be done talking in two minutes. I have two minute knowledge on every Shut topic. <laughs> you could talk about a lot. If somebody's like, how you, knowledgeable are you? I'd be like 120 seconds. You would know what's <laughs> Well, that's very Gemini. I mean, Gemini, Gemini. They know a little bit about up. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You totally. have a lot of food knowledge. Totally. That's it. One thing. Somebody was like, tell me about how to make good chicken. 120 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> very quick, oh very God. easy. Yeah, to the point. Yes, very Gemini. Um, <laughs> after Virgo, after Beyonce, have, uh, yeah. I think we just na- rename it, right? Right. After it's Beyonce. a B. Now it's a B. <laughs> the signs a B. <laughs> um, <laughs> like a bumblebee. Like, just, <laughs> like come on. I think it needs rebranded. Also, what's Rihanna? I need to. I don't know. Um, after Virgo is Libra. Um, so Libra, you know, is essentially looking for their other half. Um, because they're the sign of partnership. Um, they're looking for someone that's going to balance out that, that those scales of theirs or the scales that's their right. Yeah. Yeah. So with Libra, they work well with the other air signs like Gemini Aquarius. And then the fire signs, um, would be Sag Leo. And then their opposite is Aries. Yeah. Guess what? Guess who's a Taurus? Who? Chris Brown. Should have known. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay, keep going. Sorry, I had to, I had to look up Brianna. I just wanted to know she's February twentieth. Yeah, Pisces. Is, okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about Pisces. So after Libra, we have Scorpio, um, and Scorpio. Like I said, you know, Scorpio is looking for their ride or die. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on the hunt for one. <laughs> I think I you are like this I little think, Scorpio, but I feel like this is my vibe. Yeah, yeah. You know, all right. Keep going. I'm, yeah, I mean, I, I, th- think, I think a Scorpio would per- be perfect. You double Kansas Scorpio rising. Scorpio yeah, would, would this work is perfect. Well I just think I think about like your match, and it's somebody who is definitely your equal. It's somebody who can like ride or die with you. Yeah. It's not somebody who's lesser than you or way better than you. You're somebody who I think would just do really well with somebody who's like on the same level. And but it's funny because you say they make you work for it, and I make people work for it. So we're just gonna be out here just like testing <laughs> each other. Making people work. <laughs> well, you two walk into work, a restaurant, work, work. and the hostess is like, "What is about to happen?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, yep, I can totally see that. <laughs> but big tippers, big tippers, though. They have big attitude energy, these two. They're gonna, you, the waiter that walks is, up to the table and is like, what would you like to drink this evening? And you're like, what do you think I would like to drink? <laughs> you tell me, John. Big big cancer energy, big Scorpio energy. Big dick energy. All right. Um, <laughs> this is my favorite segment. <laughs> So with Scorpios, like I was saying, you know, Scorpios do well with the other water signs like Pisces and Cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the earth signs like uh, Capricorn and Virgo and then the opposite for Scorpio is Taurus. Okay. Yeah. And then um, after Scorpio Sag, so Sagittarius uh, needs a travel partner, really, like needs someone who's going do to... Do not tell her that. <laughs> She'll leave me. Oh, no. That's very... Oh, no, that's very cancer. Like, don't leave. I know. <laughs> I will be in a tent 
in Bali in 20 minutes <laughs> if you double down on this. Do not. Wait, so we're moving on. Capricorn's oh next. Gosh. No. Finish, Sag- um, finish Sagittarius, bitch. <laughs> Oh, no. um yeah so with sag you know we need someone who um is going to keep us interested and engaged and who wants to have fun who's going to teach us something because mm-hmm. that's a big deal with sag it's like on our travels it's not just like oh we're traveling it's like we want to learn something we want to grow and so we need people in in our lives like a partner who's willing to grow with us and who can and can like show us something so um at the same time we want to have fun so like the other uh, air, I'm sorry, the other fire signs like Aries, Leo work well. Um, and then the air signs who definitely have like, you know, that intellectual connection, um, like Libra, like Aquarius and our opposite Gemini. Okay. Sure. And then after Sag is Capricorn. This is another sign that I would say that is like looking for like they're like the power couple, you know, cause Capricorns are very ambitious. Yeah. Um, you know, they put in a lot of work, a lot of dedication. And so they want a partner who, um, not only they can build a home with, but also someone, you know, who's, you know, kind of ambitious in their own right. Yeah. And so they work well with the other earth signs like Taurus and Virgo. Um, and then the water signs, Pisces, Scorpio, and then their opposite is cancer. It, you know, with cancer and Capricorn is very like a very mommy daddy vibe. Okay. Yeah. Uh-oh. Like in a weird way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) like I just, you can tell I'm triggered. I don't want to mother a guy. Not like that. Right. No. What do you mean by mommy, daddy? Mommy, dad. Well, um, like mom and dad, like Brock and Michelle, um, kind kind of in that way. Um, because, uh, Capricorn is associated with like, uh, like father energy and um, cancer. Yes. And and cancer is associated with what is Brock? He's a Leo. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yes, you dad. Just like me. <laughs> what is the birthday of Capricorn? Capricorn in December, January, is, right? Yeah, December twenty. New Year's babies. Second to like okay. Uh, December December twenty second to December twenty first to the mid January. That was like January nineteenth, I think. Okay. These now these babies are like they were so overlooked with their birthdays because it was like Christmas birthdays and like I just feel like these are these kids that they probably had to like shine really bright because they were like I can't ever have a good birthday party. <laughs> Such a you, complex. Yes, you have a, like those Christmas birthdays are those those kids get so fucked. Oh. Like I'm out here but I had pool parties every year like killing it as a cancer like <laughs> as for, for when it comes to birthday parties. And I just remember those poor kids that like you didn't even celebrate with them. They were like, really fucked up complex. They came yeah. back for after Christmas up. break and were like, "Happy birthday, like Denise. Jennifer." Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it makes them the strong people. That's my. That's kids my. are away for winter break. Like nobody's around. Yeah. You just have to, you build this like tough, ambitious vibe because you're like, no one came to my fucking birthday party. <laughs> I never had to get out a birthday party. I got one set of presents. I should have got two because you know people like double up. They're like, it's Christmas and birthday, and they're Wait. like, what the fuck. They get fucked. That's why they're so ambitious. <laughs> they're trauma. They're trauma. They're trauma, they're trauma babies. Oh. So this next sign I'm really interested in because mm-hmm. um, I was engaged to somebody who was born on February 10th. Mm-hmm. We were together for a long time. So I'm curious like what that sign is like. Uh, and so, this next, so this next sign I'm curious yeah. about. So Aquarius, uh, you know, is, is one of the air signs. So I call Aquarius like the rebel and the philanthropist because Aquarians tend to really care about like the the needs and sort of like the progress like of others um aquarius definitely needs space freedom um but can also give you like the shirt off their backs you know like they're Mm -hmm. very friendly um very giving sort of folks and so when it comes to partners like they need partners who can give them that freedom but can also like 
give them that intellectual stimulation that they need um, and who will also sort of like care about like the causes and the things that they believe in because a lot of Aquarians tend to be like into things like uh, philanthropy or like activism and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but Libra, Gemini for sure would work with an Aquarius because they're the air sign um, and then the fire signs like uh, Sagittarius and Aries and then Leo is the opposite of, of Aquarius. So yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we broke up. So whatever that was, it was a terrible match. <laughs> <laughs> he left me like big and hard. He was just like, All right, we're definitely, he just like, blew it up. So whatever that was, didn't work. Um, but it was a good wallet for a sec. Lots of things are good, good for me while I last. Well, it's good while I last. Yeah, while it, it was happening. good until it wasn't. Well, it's happening to me. I really enjoy a lot of things. Just sitting there taking it. Mm. Is that all of them? I know we have That's Pisces. Uh, Pisces are very, very giving, um, very uh, intuitive and you know, with the Pisces is all about the unconditional love. Like mm-hmm. a lot of Pisces sometimes get taken advantage of because they're so giving. And so because Ooh, they like wow. o- are so open yeah. with other people. Um, but when it comes to like what they need emotionally, definitely the other water signs, Scorpio cancer works well with Pisces um, or the earth signs like Capricorn or Taurus. And then Virgo is the opposite of Pisces. Okay. Pisces is end of February, yeah. early March. Early March. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Or, yeah. And I just feel so bad for these people on the cusp because what are they supposed to do? Um, get their birth time. <laughs> okay. And yeah. so then they'll know for sure. Right. Got a lot of cusp questions. Yeah. We did get a lot of cusp questions. Yeah. So are, do those so, people have any special features? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like do they uh, uncertainty? Uh, uncertainty. Yeah. Well, I usually tell people there's no such thing as a cusp because the you sun, can figure it out. Right. Because exactly. the, the sun can only be in one sign at a time. Okay. So, so they're either, really. they either one or, or the other. Okay. So like, for example, I had someone who thought they were a Scorpio and then we had the time they were actually a Libra. Oh my God. Their whole life. <laughs> but, but they did have some Scorpio in their chart that resonated with the Scorpio side of them. Um, because they were born so close to that, you know, Scorpio Libra yeah. um, tale. But it's really about getting the your birth time and the location of where you were born, the day, the year, the month. Okay. And then you'll okay. know what, and the, what can you, you are. just easily figure that out on the internet? Yeah, you can go to like astro.com. Okay. Yeah. If you and really get your birth know. chart. Mm-hmm. So no there are no if you think you're on the cusp, that's not a thing. You know what's gonna probably gonna happen? My mom's gonna like dig up my birth certificate and be like, "Oh, you actually are a Leo." <laughs> <laughs> it's there. like finding it's like living a lie your whole life. Like you think your whole life your parents are your parents, and then one day you find out you're adopted, and you're like, "My whole life is a lie." Like, what if you found out you were a Scorpio one day? I actually have my birth certificate. It's right there. I know I'm a Cancer. It's fine. I'll I'm dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I cry a lot, so I guess <laughs> I mean I guess I'm emotional. I know. I think therapy. the main thing is like the homebody thing right mm-hmm. isn't that and then that is like my brother to a t i cannot say it enough like mm-hmm. he is just cancer through and through he's this huge scary looking dude that is like the most sensitive caring obsessed with our family like obsessed with like he's never left delaware he never wants to you know he mm-hmm. just is like he bought a house as soon as he could afford it mm-hmm. he's decorates he gardens he decorates for every holiday house it's it, crazy it's just, that a man lives there. it is the most quintessential cancer i've ever met in my mm-hmm. entire life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like just really so cute yeah yeah i love it we but love he, her brother He's yeah so great. this was really great and super informative and yeah, i feel like you, you explained so it in a way that did not make me feel like an idiot which i appreciate oh, thank you i appreciate yeah. it i'm glad so tell us can people come to you and get their and get readings yes okay yes i actually um i'm, I'm although i'm based in new york i actually read for people all over the world okay um and so if people want to come uh 
to me for readings, my website is mylifecreated.com. Okay. okay. Um, and you can also find me on social media, on Twitter, I'm at The Mechanism. And then I'm also on Instagram at One Mechanism. Okay. One Mechanism. Yeah. How do you spell one? Me- the number so one? The number or- one, M-E-C-C-A-N-I-S-M. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then all your other stuff. I mean, book, Amazon. Yes. Book, yeah. Okay. So you can grab my book, Astrology for Happiness and Success at Amazon, uh, Barnes and Nobles, wherever, basically wherever books are sold. And then is the show on Facebook? TLC show? Yes. So Stargazing, um, it's a it's a Facebook show, Facebook based show. Yeah. So yeah, you can just go awesome. to Facebook. Um, you don't I don't even think you even have to have a Facebook account. You can just watch, watch it. it. Yeah. I just think that is there a song that's like Stargazing? Isn't that a song that just came out recently? You know more about music than it's I do. Probably like, I don't know. Sorry. We're, we're gonna cut this. <laughs> I just, it keeps going through my head every time we say stargazing. Um, there's a song. It's probably like some dumb EDM pop song. I my my music taste is like a 15 year old girl. It's so stupid. Same. <laughs> it's something like that. Yeah, same. He's like, what kind of music do you like? I'm like, all kinds. <laughs> I'm like so embarrassing when I, I, mean, I talk Rihanna. about music I like. Yeah, yeah. Just exclusively Rihanna. Like, is it like a top 40, like 80 top 40 chart stuff? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank yeah, you. and you guys follow all of her stuff get the book and is the book like broken down by sign and yeah it's yes. a lot about like career stuff right too right yeah so what you'll find in the book it's broken down um you know something in there for all 12 zodiac signs Ooh, I love this. and it has to do with uh advice for love career and uh even like family relationships i love this so and, you, and wellness because yeah. yeah. i'm sure people were we mostly focused on like dating and relationships during this but yeah all the other stuff's in the book so mm-hmm. this is great thank you yeah, so much i you. love this episode so much yeah. i just like i'm so excited to listen to it again thank and you. then guys as always follow us girls got a podcast on instagram we're on twitter website for our live shows you got anything you're just really shook right now i just she's marinating on all the information she just got anyways guys <laughs> girls got come to our live shows we'll see you all over the place and we'll see you next week have a good week guys. thank you bye, bye.